guys, and welcome back to It's a Theater Thing. This is Tracy Danoff, and I am here with uh, Aaron Carl. Hi, Aaron. Hello. And you can probably hear in the background my theater dogs, Sandy and Sunny. They insist on being in the room when I'm doing this. Sorry, guys, if you hear the stray bark or running around. Those are my two crazy dogs. But you know what? When I put on my show tunes, they love it. So, cool. <laughs> it all works. <laughs> and I am also joined by my cat, Cora. So, if you hear meows in the background, that's on my end. Well, we love our pets. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, this week, uh, we're going to be talking about the stage door scene. We touched on it a little bit the last time we spoke, and mm-hmm. we're going to expand on it a bit, how the stage door scene has kind of gotten worse and worse over the years, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I remember... When I was younger, I mean, it would always get crowded, but people were pretty respectful and it was always a fun time. But now it just seems to get really crazy and kind of disrespectful to the actors and also the other fans that are waiting. Yes, I would I would like to start off by sharing my probably worst experience at the stage door, which actually happened in January when I was oh. in New York for Broadway Con. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Story time. Um, so I went and saw a Waitress because Sarah Bareilles and Gavin Creel were uh, the two leads. And I just happened to have the night off. Uh, Broadway Con has some amazing, um, you know, entertainment set up. But it was either, you know, go and see Sarah Bareilles or Gavin Creel or play Family Feud with a whole bunch of theater nerds. Both super exciting, but I le- I leaned to go see the show. <laughs> and totally knowing that I, the stage show would be crazy, but I at least wanted to try it, I was prepared. And the people sitting next to me, they even were like, okay, yeah, run as soon as the, you know, the lights come up and, you know, just be safe, but get out there. Because they had seen the show a few times before. So I get out there, and it's already, like, three people deep. Oh. Yeah, so I... never good. (laughs) Never good, never good. I tuck into line and start talking to all the people around me about how we should, you know, help each other out. And the people in front of me offered to hold my playbill so that I wasn't reaching over them the whole night. And I offered to grab some things, you know, a poster and a book from behind me so that whenever the cast came up, they could just get it handed to them. And, you know, the people in the front didn't have to hold on to it. So, you know, we were working together. It was a community. And it was actually, I was kind of excited because I'm like, oh, this is actually a really good experience right now. Like, well, I kind of jinxed it because Gavin came out and it got a little crazy. Everybody was pushing and uh, trying to get up to the front just so that they could have like a one-on-one interaction with him. There was just no room. So after about 30 seconds of it, it calmed down and everybody kind of realized like, okay, this is where I'm going to be while he's here. Mm -hmm. Except this one lady standing behind me. All of a sudden, I felt this sharp jabs and pressure in the middle of my back. And I'm like... Is, is somebody honestly still pushing me? Oh, like, no. what's going on? So I turn around, 
and I kid you not, this woman could not have been younger than 80 years old, full white hair, curls, a mink, fake mink white coat, and just in uh, in an NFL football stance, like, trying to push me. Okay. Just a general description of me. I am 5'6", and not a skinny girl. So this woman who was, again, not taller than my shoulders and a stringding of a woman was obviously not going to move me by physical force. So I turned on my customer service smile and I was like, ma'am, can I help you? (laughs) And she just kind of started saying that she wanted to get up front and she kept pushing me, now pushing my front because (laughs) I turned to face her. So I said, ma'am, You cannot push people. There is nowhere to go. Nobody is moving. There's a metal barricade in between, you know, like two people in front of me and the the star and Gavin. Mm -hmm. So there's nowhere to go. And I'm not going to sit here and allow you to hurt people. (laughs) Good for you. And she just kind of just kept saying, well, well, I don't understand why people just won't move out of the way. I've been waiting a long time. (laughs) Ma'am, ma'am, I've been waiting longer than you because I'm in front of you. So she gives me a couple of good shoves one more time and walks away. Uh, So these two people who are behind her just kind of like, oh, my God, like, what is wrong with her? Like, we're (laughs) just like, we're just literally just chit chatting about this the whole time. Um, Meanwhile, Gavin, Gavin had already passed when she started pushing me, by the way. Like, I, um, I, I did get to wave at him. But as I was waving is when the uh, when she started pushing me. Mm -hmm. So um, he was already well, you know, not well down the line, but at least, you know, like five or six people down the line. So our area was completely calm now. Like we were just like, okay, we all got our autographs. We all got to say hi. And we were chit-chatting about this crazy lady who was like pushing me. Mm -hmm. And I just, I keep my eyes on Gavin. I'm trying to like see if I can get a good picture Um, since he wasn't stopping for selfies or anything. I'm like, oh, I'll see if I can just like sneak a picture. And I see the mink coat, arm raised with the playbill, and he goes to grab it. Gavin goes to grab this lady's playbill. Dead silence, because our area knew what she had just done. Right. And the area that she had just snuck into probably was like, what is this lady doing? Like, she crazy. (laughs) Apparently so. (laughs) Exactly. And so in dead silence at the stage door, which you know is a rarity, I just say, Gavin, don't sign it. She's crazy. (laughs) And he looks over because he can't tell who exactly said it. But my voice carries, so I know he heard it. And he pauses for a second and kind of is just like, what? But because he's an angel among us, he (laughs) signed the playbill and handed it back, but used that opportunity to scoot down the line a lot. (laughs) Like, Uh okay, da 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 la la da da, you know, (laughs) moved, moved away from our, our side of the thing. Right. Um, which just goes along with my rule number one, be kind, be kind to everybody. (laughs) Like, well, you know, that's a thing. I don't understand. 
why people can't be kind and respectful. Of course, everyone wants to see their favorite actor, but really, is it really that important to push and shove and be rude? Yes. It's crazy. I have one more story, and this goes with, again, the be kind. This isn't uh, Broadway related. It was this band that I went and saw at the small little theater here in St. Louis called The Pageant. They finished the show and my friend and I were walking out and we saw their tour bus. And so we're like, oh, that would be cool if, you know, if they if we could catch them. There was a small crowd, not too crazy. So we were like, okay, let's just, you know, hang out for a bit. And we did. And as soon as the band came out, everybody went insane, yelling, grabbing at them, running up to them instead of letting them come to like the barricades. Like people were literally like shoving the barricades out of the way. So, um, so security stepped in and it went from like, you know, they just stayed out for like a, a minute. Like they, they barely signed anything. They just waved real quick and got on the bus. Mm-hmm. Except this last guy, he was still in the back, like, I guess, eating or finishing up something getting packing up something and when he came out and he saw the crazy fans like everybody called him over so he got stuck signing everything that the other band members didn't Mm. and so he he it was like 20 minutes of him just getting yelled at like why is go go get him go get the other guy go get the guitarist i want to talk to him and all this insanity and he finally gets to me i like i wiggled my way down to the end of the line and i just said you know oh thank you for coming out thank you for signing this this is amazing you did a really good show mm-hmm. and he had avoided eye contact with everybody but he looked me directly in the eyes and he said thank you for saying thank you ah oh, well that's nice so now I have that moment with with that you know with that band member. It was Isaac Hansen, by the way. I'm 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 uh, aging myself, but oh. it was the Hansen oh, brothers. Oh, honey, it's okay. I'm older than you, so <laughs> I, I know. But I, I I shouldn't say aging. I should say dating. I'm dating, <laughs> dating myself yourself. in the in the 90s as a, as a teeny bopper. But I was, so well, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but yeah. So well, yeah. So again, that just goes with it. Like be kind to everybody, say thank you, Mm -hmm. and then move on. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think that comes to um, the subject of entitlement, where I feel like a lot of fans feel entitled to have this time. There's been, you know, instances where fans have complained on Twitter because someone hasn't come out the stage door, and they feel entitled to that experience because they paid for their ticket. Well, I've got news for you folks. What you're entitled to is a performance inside the theater. You're not entitled to anything more than that. And it's disappointing to me when you see people acting in a way that really, you know, it turns the actors off and, and it results in maybe them not wanting to come out and do the stage door. I don't really do stage doors that much anymore. I'm a little bit older than you. Mm -hmm. I I do it on occasion if I'm with a friend who wants to do it. I used to do it a lot more when I was younger. And it was always fun. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it gets to a point where it's not fun anymore. When you've been to so many stage doors that have had rude people. And yeah, I mean, I can tell you, 
I have experienced the good and I've experienced the bad. And I think my best experience was the original Broadway cast of Rent. Those folks, yeah, those folks were incredibly kind and the people waiting for them were incredibly respectful. Didn't see one thing that left a bad taste in my mouth. Now that doesn't mean that didn't happen, but it wasn't something that I ever experienced. Probably one of the worst stage doors I had ever been to was Finding Neverland. And a lot of it was because at the time Matthew Morrison was in the show and there were a lot of Glee fans and um, a lot of people screaming things that weren't appropriate. I was with my uh, 12-year-old niece at the time and I'm just like, okay, you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. You didn't, you didn't right. hear. You didn't hear what that young girl just said to Matthew Morrison. Your muffs. Your Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't tell your mother. <laughs> but, oh my lord. Uh, so, so I'm at a point now where it kind of turns me off. It has to be someone that I really, really admire, or a show that I really, really admire for me to do that. Um, because these days I'm like, ah, you know, it's not worth the crowd and and you know the ugliness that can happen at a stage door and 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 again not to say that every stage door is like that i mean you and i saw the prom together that was a great stage door oh it was sad it's so set up perfectly everybody was so friendly yeah Mm -hmm. but why do you think people feel so entitled to this I, uh, I'm, uh, again, aging myself in this situation, but I'm going to blame that dang social media. <laughs> um, I think people just feel a connection because they're seeing statements from these actors on a daily basis sometimes, sometimes multiple times a day. And so they kind of feel like, oh, I already know them. Like, oh, that's just my friend Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. <laughs> when it's like, you never met the man. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. You, you just read his tweets. Like, mm-hmm. that's, and they, they, with, with, especially Twitter, you have an instantaneous response and, uh, reply. Right. Because right. everybody in the world can see everybody's tweets. Yeah, it's true. And it does feel like maybe you have a closer relationship than you do. There's an actor who's kind of, you know, well known on Broadway. I I won't mention his name, but he's someone that I met actually through social media about 20 years ago, (laughs) dating Mm -hmm. myself. And I still try and see as much as I can when he's on Broadway. Um, I always try and go. Um, Mm -hmm. He knows I'm a big fan. We've gotten to a point now where, you know, it's sort of fan sort of friend but we never sort of cross that line of the a friend thing I guess like my husband will say invite him out for a drink (laughs) and I would love to but I don't feel like I have you know like I'm not in his inner circle I don't feel like it's appropriate for me to ask him even though I would love to and I think that there are people who because you get so familiar on social media that you feel like you're close to this person. You feel like you can just be casual with them and, and impose mm-hmm. on their time when, yeah. you know, really that's, that's not reality. You're, yeah. You're still just waiting out somebody outside of somebody's work 
hoping to say hi to them. That's literally what you're doing. Right, right. So it's, it, 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 it is that catch 22. Yeah. Of, I've, I've heard so many, uh, especially Broadway stars talk about this, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously they want to meet and thank every fan, everybody who's bought a ticket, everybody who supports them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if, they don't take care of themselves they're not going to be able to do the show next time that was the big thing when um the dear evan hansen stage store had to put limits on people like okay you have to show that you actually went to the show that night Mm -hmm. you have to you know no pictures and uh you know they're only going to sign one thing and it's just going to be a quick walkthrough uh because you know ben platt was kind of losing his voice sometimes like and he would he would have to take weeks off at a time and then he would get yelled at for taking weeks off and it's like you know he couldn't win for losing in that situation yeah you know and the thing that people don't think about i think is when you're in a broadway show your body is your instrument your body is your tool just like if you have an office job if your computer isn't working you can't do your job if your voice isn't working you can't do your job up on a broadway stage and Mm -hmm. people don't get that they get really irritated i know you know i remember the the tweets uh that were directed at ben platt which i i thought was pretty terrible at the time um Mm -hmm. and really unfair um, and there was something else that recently happened with Laura Benanti, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this woman on Twitter had seen the show and just laid into Laura on on Twitter about not coming to the stage door and about how there wasn't that many people out there and how rude and la la la. It just really went off and used all 140 characters available. And uh, Laura has mentioned like when she was even just getting into the show like when she was rehearsing it she said flat out like i am not going to be at the stage door if i do it's going to be a extreme rarity but just ask for a signed playbill i will make sure that there are at least you know a stack of them ready for anybody at the stage door just ask the guy he'll get you one and you can have everybody else sign that one mm-hmm. you know very very you know she she had it all planned out and everything mm-hmm. Well, Laura replied quickly that in this particular incident, she was tending to her child who had a fever. Oh, actually, she needed, um, she was dehydrated and needed an IV. Yeah, that's why she was there. It was was an extreme situation. It wasn't just like, oh, I don't feel 100%, so I'm not going to do it. It was... I have to tend to my child who needs medical attention. And that wasn't even about the stage door. That was just because she was out of the show that night. So can you it imagine how, the, how some people felt about the stage door? <laughs> like, why isn't she here? Oh, right. my God. Right. I have I have another stage door story about, um, similar to that, Lin-Manuel Miranda in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um When he was in Hamilton, he would only do seven shows a week. You know, unless he needed to call off, then obviously he would do less. But uh, Javier would be his alternate. And I was lucky enough to see Javier. And he came out at the stage door and was like super sweet to everybody. 
and he goes, he signs my playbill. I tell him he did a wonderful job, thanked him. He thanked me. We moved on. And like two minutes later, this girl standing right next to me was like yelling at the stage door manager, where's Lynn? You need to go tell him to come out. I can't wait here. (laughs) And so the stage door manager just kind of laughed and was like, Lynn's not in the show, meaning today. Right. And she's like, maybe you're unaware, but not only did he write the show, but he's in it. (laughs) So I just laugh and I'm like, I got this. Hey, guess what? He also takes Sundays off. And if you would look in your playbill, you would see the insert that says it's Javier today. (laughs) And a couple other um, understudies that they had been uh, trying to put in. Right. Um, And so she was like, oh, well, then who played Hamilton? I mean, it's a show called Hamilton. Who played him? And I said, my, that that guy you breezed by and told not to sign your playbill, Javier. (laughs) Yeah, that that's him. Hey, Javi. And he looked over and waved at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there are some people who just don't get it. It's really crazy. But, you know, and, and I don't know if you've been hearing about the stage door at Anastasia, which is sadly closing soon. But Anastasia, apparently the stage door gets like crazy to the point where They've had to make announcements uh, on some of the fan groups that, you know, you can't do certain things at the stage door. Oh, goodness. Please please don't try and follow the actors home or follow them to their favorite restaurant. Or Yeah, because they find out things. They'll find out, like, where they like to go eat. They'll, you know, try to follow them home. Um Again, living life on social media, yeah. people just, oh, wow. Yeah, I believe that there was an instance of someone maybe getting a little too physically close <laughs> at one oh, point no. to one of the actors. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, it does it does get crazy. But Poor Christy Altamar. She's, she's another angel among us. So. Oh, my oh. goodness. Isn't she, though? Let me tell yeah. you. I love that woman. Yes, she needs to be my friend. Just saying. Just yeah. saying. She just needs to just be saying. Friend, Hi, Christy. Okay? Hi. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. No, actually, I'm very fortunate that... I have a friend who is very close to the production and she um, brought me backstage with her and we got to see Christy's um, uh, dressing room and Christy took me up on the stage and she was she was so incredibly lovely and so incredibly dedicated. I after that experience and it, it was quite late I and mean, we had seen an evening show and mm-hmm. I I walked my friend to the bus stop and you know, it took a while. I stood with her for a little bit, waiting for the bus. And when I when I decided to leave, I figured, okay, I'm just going to go back the way I came. So I was passing the theater, and there was one man, just one man standing out there, and there was Christy signing his playbill. And, I mean, it was super oh. late, super late. And I thought, how awesome. And I wanted to go talk to her, but I thought, this poor woman is probably exhausted, so I'm not going to go say anything to her. But you I, do a quick wave as you pass. Like, <laughs> right. You're awesome. Okay, I, bye. Well, I just flashed her a big smile. I don't even know if she saw me. But I was so impressed with that. And 
That's really incredible because I'm going to say, as yucky as some of the fans can be, <laughs> I've yeah. had one or two yucky experiences with actors too. I won't name names because I don't want to, you know, be mean. But right. um, yeah, there's there's been one or two where um, have given me a little bit of attitude or uh, one rather um, well-known performer uh, in particular, who was doing a concert here in D.C., and my my niece was a huge fan, and it was the middle of the winter and freezing, and we waited outside for her to come out and waited and waited and waited and waited, and nothing, and no one tells us anything. And there was kind of a bush that was blocking the way, so you couldn't really see the stage door. And they made us sort of stand up on a sidewalk. And we hear her voice saying, sorry, got to get to the airport. And we never saw her. And she, I guess she got in the car. And the next thing you know, we saw the car zoom away. <laughs> and that was it. And I don't begrudge her having to get to the airport you know that right that I totally understand but what I've experienced with you know even with with Lynn you know being out at one point what I've experienced is you know maybe uh someone comes out and they say oh you know this person can't come out and sign tonight because they have to be at mm-hmm. the airport or at a concert or whatever yeah. so I think I think that um, having good manners goes both ways. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes you don't see that. <laughs> right. I, I, I 100% agree. I think yeah. a good stage door manager can make or break the theater experience. Absolutely. It, it, it's a, it's a, a working relationship you know they got they know the fans are important but they also know that the actors are are, are the higher priority right so but, it's just and if they have to play bad cop and lock it down and it's it's just a matter of communication if they lock it down they need to just say okay we're done for tonight goodbye everybody right right well and and you know that being said on the positive note those mm-hmm experiences have been very few and far between for me. I've been lucky enough to meet some really great people. And it's really rare for something like that to happen. But it does, you know, sometimes it does happen. Yeah, I I think, you know, it would be nice to teach, we were talking about etiquette, our last episode, teach Mm -hmm. some stage door etiquette to people who come to the stage door. Right. Yeah. Sadly, I don't, um, you know, I'm not sure there's a way to do that. I do remember there was uh, this, again, showing my age. Uh, <laughs> I saw the original cast of Aida and a an announcement was made um, at the stage door, basically letting us know that um, that you know, pictures were not allowed and to stand quietly in line and the actors would go down the line and sign our playbills. So Mm -hmm. something like that might be in order, but I think it's even probably too much for the security guys because people get so rowdy. So it's hard. It's hard to know what to do in situations like that. I do. And I, yeah, I, it's a it's a complicated situation because it's also a matter of each show is going to have their own different unique fan base. Right. Like 
the Be More Chill squibs and the Dear Van Hansens and everything, mm-hmm. um, who just take it to an extreme. So then the security guards are focused on that and trying to control that instead of just like you were just saying, doing a basic, like, okay, this is how the stage door is going to go announcement. Mm-hmm. I've I've been to a couple of shows where that was the case, where it was just a simple, like, please stand behind the barricade this way. Thank you. And that's all they needed. <laughs> right. And that is all. That was Hamilton. I'm not even, uh, that was, that was my Hamilton stage door at Broadway. I don't know if that was because Michelle Obama was also inside. So security was already tight, mm-hmm. but yeah, it like the stage door manager at Hamilton was just like, please this way. Okay. Thank you. You know, yeah. and, and that was it. And everybody was super kind because they were, nice and kind right well i guess if social media has caused people to feel more familiar with actors maybe social media can be a tool to school people on how to act and i know you know like in the case of laura benanti who you know definitely she stood up for herself and Mm -hmm. um case of some others they've come out and said hey you know please Please show some respect while you're at the stage door. Um, Will Will Swenson, uh, who's doing Mm -hmm. Nantucket Sleigh Ride right now at Lincoln Center, he just tweeted out something the other day. Um, In fact, I have it right here. He said, Dear friends who come to the stage door, please be courteous to us. When you're bossy and demanding about the kind of photo or autograph you want, it makes us feel less appreciated. It makes us want to give you the to- the bird and run away. Um, <laughs> so, and, and and you know what, Will? I, I agree. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Can't say yeah. I blame you if you did that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so maybe, yeah, maybe there needs to be reminders or you know i as an out-of-towner i get a lot of emails when i'm seeing something you know oh you know you're you're seeing be more chill tomorrow this is where the theater is maybe there needs to be some a set of rules included in that email it says please be respectful <laughs> i think the fr- the fans themselves would love and again this is using social media like just a couple of instagram videos like hey you know this is Will Rowland from Be More Chill, and this is how you should act at the stage door, and just have them walk out, and it be like the entire cast of <laughs> Be More Chill, but they're just standing there like, thank you, that thank would be, you. That would be awesome. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of cool videos, and speaking of a pretty cool stage door, I haven't seen it yet. I see it next month, but uh, Be More Chill had a, an experience at their stage door where the fans started singing Michael in the bathroom. Oh, if you can find that video, it's so awesome. It that would really be, is. Oh, and that's you, nice. And can you imagine like how appreciative the actors are of something like that? I mean, mm-hmm. I think they, that every stage door should have something like that. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> needs to just break out in song. But I mean, you know, in my opinion, everyone just needs to break out in song like all the time. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the people stage, yeah. look at you funny, but still. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just a little yeah. funny. <laughs> I was going to say the stage door is just such a weird, unique experience because it is fan and artist meeting but 99% of the time, the artist is a fan of the work, too. 
Right. Like, I think the world's biggest redhead is Anthony Rapp. I mean. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. So, so it is, it's, I, those are kind of my ultimate favorite um, moments at the stage door when I get to tell them, like, I loved you tonight, but I saw you at, you know, the Muni in St. Louis in this production. And they just look at me and like drop everything. And then we have like a two minute chat. Like, you know, I told Justin Garini, I saw him um, at in Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoats out here. And he was like, Oh my God, that was so fun. Oh, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they do. They do appreciate that. Yeah. I had a situation Again, I was much younger. Uh, many years ago, the Kennedy Center here did a Sondheim celebration. And, mm-hmm. um, um, oh my gosh, having a brain freeze. Raul Sparza. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Raul Sparza took part in, in the Sondheim celebration. And I saw him in, well, I saw him in a couple things. He was in Merrily We Roll Along and he was in Sunday in the Park with George. And I have to say, Amazing, like really mm-hmm. amazing in that role. Um, anyway, uh, a while a while later, he he was doing um, cabaret in New York, and a friend and I yes. went to see him, and we we waited at the stage door, and I was pretty shocked because we were the only ones there, which seemed kind of unusual. And he walked out and he said, you're the girl from D.C. And I said, yes, I am. (laughs) And I did stop short from saying, I love you. But (laughs) but (laughs) but I kept it together. I kept it together. Um, But it was such a cool thing for, I think, both of us, for me, because he recognized me. And I think for him, because he saw that people were really appreciating his work and were willing mm-hmm. to travel to see him. So it was really cool. Oh yeah. It's it's like a good flashback for them. Like, Oh my God, I remember that show. <laughs> right. <laughs> going, going back to Christy Altamar, I've known her from spring awakening when she did the first national tour. So I saw Anastasia and I went to the stage door and again, she was being amazing, signing everything, taking her time and so she signed my poster and I just said, oh, and by the way, all the guilty ones from St. Louis say hi, because I had a group text going and telling them that I was in in Anastasia with Christy, you know, like she's on stage again. Yay. <laughs> and they were all like, oh, my God, tell her I love her. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> say hi. Say hi. And so I, you know, so I did. And she, again, dropped everything and was like, yes, oh my God, yeah, you know, and it, yeah, it's just that that memory and that that connection from past shows and the appreciation, like you were saying, is, oh, that just makes the stage door so magical. It is. So I think we can agree that the stage door can be a really awesome experience. Um, mm-hmm. We just need to figure out how to, you know, how to help people maximize their experience. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, so and not ruin it for other people. Yeah. And so, and so far, it's just logical. Be kind. Be right. kind to everybody, everybody around you. And it's gonna go a lot better for yes. everybody involved. Okay, so I don't think we've solved the problems of the world today, but it was a good discussion. And mm-hmm. hopefully people can be a bit more respectful to each other at the stage door. So if you're listening to this, you know, just try and be kind, like Aaron says. 
Be kind. Yes. Rule number one and only. That's right. So thanks so much. And we will be back with our picks for Beyond the Boards. Welcome back. This is a segment we like to call Beyond the Boards, and this is where we talk about items that are sort of Broadway adjacent. So we could be talking about an out-of-town tryout. We could be talking about a book signing or a CD signing or a cabaret act. So these um, are our picks for this week. Erin, why don't you start us off? I shall. Uh, Andrew Reynolds has a book out. It's called Too Much Is Not Enough. And he's going on tour to promote it. Um, this week, we have um, two shows in Chicago, Naperville, Illinois, to be exact. And it's at the Anderson Bookshop on March 19th. And then March 20th, he'll be in West Hollywood, the West Hollywood Library. And it is uh, hosted by Book Soup. And then on the 25th, he will be out in Omaha, um, Nebraska. So you can go to andrewreynoldsbook.com for all the uh, specific details and all that jazz. Awesome. So Erin, I have a few things to share this week. Uh, Right now in D.C., it seems to be the season for galas and anniversary celebrations. And Six and I down in D.C., um, they're going to be celebrating 15 years of reimagining how arts, culture, spirituality and community can inspire more meaningful and fulfilling lives. And to do that, they're going to be hosting David Diggs of Hamilton fame. Uh, he's going to be discussing his background as an artist and also just his time growing up. So in order to get tickets for this one night celebration, which is taking place on April 1st, you want to go to sixthandi.org. Next I'm very excited about this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ford's Theater is going to be presenting Into the Woods, which really is one of my top three favorite Sondheim shows. (laughs) Yeah, love it. Just love it. Uh, That's going to be playing through May 22nd, and tickets are available at Ford's.org. In New York... Jamie DeRoy is going to be bringing her cabaret show, Jamie DeRoy and Friends, back to Birdland. And that's going to take place on April 15th at 7 p.m. She's going to have several guests that include Christina Bianco from Forbidden Broadway, Mike Berbiglia, who is so funny. If you haven't seen him, rent some of his movies or listen to some of his recordings. He's hilarious. He was recently in the new one on Broadway. E. Clayton Cornelius of Ain't Too Proud, guitarist and singer John Pizzarelli, and Jessica Molaski, who was in Sunday in the Park with George, as well as Haley Swindle from Chicago. So proceeds from the event will benefit the Actors Fund. Uh, it's actually a special fund called the Jamie DeRoy and Friends Cabaret Initiative, and it assists those in the cabaret industry with medical needs. If you're interested in tickets, you can visit birdlandjazz.com. Now, this will be exciting for waitress fans. Eric Bergen, who many of us know from Waitress and 
many of us also know from Madam, Madam Secretary, will play the Catalina Jazz Club in Los Angeles on April 24th and 25th. And these tickets are really inexpensive, folks. I mean, if you're used to paying New York prices, this is going to be like a shock to you. Uh, <laughs> they're only 25 to $35. And you can get tickets at TicketWeb.com. And finally, one of my favorites, Joshua Henry, will be doing a cabaret act called Live and Unplugged. And he's going to be at the Venetian Room at San Francisco's Fairmont Hotel. That'll take place on April 28th at 7.30 p.m. If you haven't heard Joshua Henry sing, first of all, where have you been? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second of all, get yourself to San Francisco because, honestly, he's amazing. I anyway. love those uh, YouTube video or those Instagram videos yeah. of behind the scenes at uh, Carousel. Mm-hmm. So nice, so nice. Uh, beautiful voice. The evening will include unplugged interpretations of some Broadway classics and R&B favorites, and he's also going to perform some original material. Again, you know, we're talking bargain prices here. If you're used to paying New York prices, $40 to $75 a ticket, you can visit bayareacabaret.org to get those tickets. So that's all we have for you this episode. First, I want to thank Erin for joining me again. Thank Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) And want to remind everyone that you can always find us on the Onstage Blog Network, and you can find us on Facebook at It's a Theater Thing, and on Twitter at at Theater Thing. And feel free to email us with any ideas, or if you want to contribute to the show, you want to be on the podcast, let us know. You can email us at theaterthing at gmail.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Oh, 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 oh,